Hey, who doesn't like a cold beer every now and then? We all have our favorites. There's ales, stouts, lagers, porters. Now the latest craze is ready-to-drink cocktails and seltzers. How do you make sense of it all? Well, it's a good thing we have the gurus from Ketsif Brothers to sort it all out. Sit back, relax, eavesdrop for a bit as we talk about the latest beers, seltzers, cocktails, and the best local events that need to be on your calendar. You ready? Let's get to it. I am so happy to be out here on a picnic table in 92-degree heat with the folks from Katzoff Brothers again. This is so cool. This is the first time we've been in person since probably about six months, I guess. We were here in November, December. It was Yeah, it was like November, December or something like that before we went into the big surge of COVID. Veterans Day, November 11th. I know we were out at Heroes for the kickoff of our Military Bowl program. Now we're here again, which yeah. is which is absolutely awesome. Picnic tables and microphones, <laughs> and beer in the background. Oh man, there's a good name for a band or something like that. <laughs> Picnic tables and microphones. But it's funny to see how different people are reacting to different things. I know that a lot of the like the Maritime Museum, the Tides and Tunes. Uh, unfortunately, they've been rained out, I think, twice so far. But uh, I know their crowds are still sold out, but they're a little bit lighter than what they used to be. So I think there's some people that are still a little bit hesitant to get out. But it's so good yeah, to see. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to say, John, um, they're at max capacity. They have churned some beer, mm-hmm. some products, some Bud Light, some Blue Point. They are loving it outside. The music has been wonderful. The The weather has been great outside of the last two Thursdays. <laughs> last but, a couple Thursdays. Um, they, they are doing miraculously over there, and especially with the Womalee Cruises. I know you've been on yep. a few a time yep. or two um, with our ready-to-drink cocktails from Devil's Backbone. That orange smash is, seems to be I was, the uh, I was hit. able. They invited me to go on the Womalee to escort the tall ships in for <gasps> yes. the uh, 4th of July, which is really kind of cool. And then they had the party right there at, the, at City Dock and everything else. It was a wonderful 4th of July. It was good to see the crowds out. I think we're coming out of this. I know traffic's bad in D.C. That's a sign for coming back. Well, I remember my girlfriend was oh. in D.C. Went in, she works in D.C. and yeah. she went in, you know, in the middle of this thing to get something out of her office. And she said, oh my God, this is great. I just like cruised right in up Pennsylvania yeah. Avenue. I just parked right in front of my office. Right. I went up. I got out. It was... It's really, it's really bad, and I think, I think the one thing I would say about everybody taking a break because of the COVID thing is like they forgot how to drive. I mean, they come back and it's just like they're sitting in their living room on their phone, like looking out. I mean, there's butterflies. They are the worst drivers. I hope you guys realize this. Pay attention when you drive, please. Well, you know, I, I did read a statistic from the uh, Maryland Department of Transportation, yeah. and they were saying that the traffic numbers, even still, and this was probably about four weeks ago, are down 20% over pre-COVID really? times. Wow. However, accidents and serious accidents are up like 40%. Yes. And it's people yeah. were, during the heat of COVID, yeah. there were a few people out there, but they were driving faster and more recklessly and getting dangerous accidents. And now as more people are getting back on the road, they're forgetting how to do it. I mean, I've gone around that circle in Annapolis a couple of times and I, you know, I'm, I'm from Jersey. I know how to do circles. Okay. okay. So it's like, Jug handle. Yeah. I got you. Well, not jug handle. That's a different thing. Okay, the circles okay, okay. are, you know, they call them roundabouts down exactly here. I know exactly what you're talking about, but there's been some, quite a bit of construction down in that area too. So I think the way of the road sometimes can be confusing, but so yeah, you're exactly Fast right. Fast and Furious 9 did come out and, and I don't know why uh, there has to be uh, nine of those. I'm just saying I haven't seen number one and i'm a firm believer in sports cars and that's a true thing the other thing is is that uh i i don't know man i mean i've seen people do tiktok videos and those are the same people driving cars john so i don't know i mean i have i'm a firm believer Uh, that 
humanity's doomed. I don't know. It, it could be TikTok. I don't get it. I, I'm listening to a podcast on it, trying to understand what it, what it's all about. Small snippets of video. I mean, I know what it is, but I just I, I don't get the rationalities. It. I'm just too old and cranky. What? But Navy football's back in the game. They're having their fan fest on on the seventh. They've got their opener on uh, September fourth against Marshall here at home. It's, I know you sort of last time you sort of let the cat out of the bag that they may be serving Budweiser in the stadium and. Uh, We'll see. I called down there, and they went. <laughs> really? <laughs> they wouldn't answer. Wow. And I'm like, so we'll take that as a yes. <laughs> it wasn't ready. It wasn't ready to. They weren't ready to admit it, but it looks like it looks like a yes. So that's yeah. It looks. Let's let's see where the road goes. But um, that's exciting. Things in in several college football stadiums are are starting to move in that direction. So Navy might be right there with them. I don't see why not. I mean, I've always said that. And honestly, as much as I love Navy football and as much as Naval Naval Academy Athletics loves Navy football, the alumni that come back there are not really there to see today's football team. No. They're they're there to to see their friends. They're seeing their classmates and have a beer and out in the parking lot. I have, yeah. Okay. And and that's, you know, so they'll go in, they'll they'll watch the march on. And they'll, they'll go out. But Navy football is back full. I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, lots of, stuff, lots of stuff going on. I mean, we're in the heat of summer right now. I wonder whether, like, beer even exists because everything is all about, like, seltzers and... <laughs> ready to and, drink and ready cocktails. Ready to drink and smashes. Cut water. And- or, orange crushes in a can. Cutwater has just come out with an, uh, a new orange vodka smash in a can so kind of a, a spin-off of the devil's backbone orange smash but with orange and they also drink. have the transfusion too and right? they have the transfusion i don't you know, know if any of you I, south carolina folks down jack, there yeah. jack mentioned that he said that was the that was like the drink yeah in north carolina well on the golf course yeah north okay, carolina okay, okay, south that's, carolina that's... georgia golf course specifically that's what all golfers drink um, so if you're out on any of our courses here locally, you should try a transfusion. Well, I, I called my daughter after that call. I called my daughter who lives down in Wilmington, North Carolina and said, hey, what's the deal on this transfusion? And she said, huh? And then I found out that it was like it's a golfing drink. Is she drink. a golfer? It's a golfing <laughs> drink. It's not it's not just a bar drink. It's a golf. It's a golfing drink. So uh, I have not found that, but it looks pretty. And that's pretty much purple, and uh, it sounds like a good drink. I remember. I can't remember exactly what Jack Grape, had said. Grape, ginger, was in it. and vodka. Grape juice, ginger, and vodka. There you go. Ginger ale, I think he not said. Ginger beer, not ginger beer. beer which ginger is, ale. Uh, that's the dark and stormy. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's going on with like with Cutwater and Devil's Backbone? I mean, the Devil's Backbone is still killing the smashes. They're absolutely in fuego. They're in fire. They they do so well with that. Yeah. I mean, I think this area, we're the number one selling market in the entire eastern sheep seaboard with uh, the the Devil's Backbone RTDs, aren't we? Well, that makes sense. Because, I believe I mean, so. I didn't think you're we right on that number. The Crush? Which this is, I mean, Ocean this is City. It is. Wasn't it um, a bar in Ocean City that invented the Crush? Yeah. Uh, not going to remember. Sorry, guys. Too bad Rob's not on this podcast. He would remember. Fagers? Nope. Secrets? Nope. Was it Secrets? It those, those, are nope. the only, those are the only two I know. I've never been to Ocean City. Hold on. Hold I've got on. my handy-dandy phone never. right here. I'm going to You've Google. never been to never. Ocean City, Maryland. No. And now, now it's a point of pride. Well, golly. I came, I came close about a decade ago. To go to Ocean City. You know, it's not right up the road. It's, yeah. yeah. The first Orange Crush was made in 1995 at Harborside Bar and Grill, a waterside spot in Ocean City. West Ocean City, rather. So when you're coming down um, the west part yeah. through Ocean City, there's that little canal right there. That's where Harborside is, and that's where it started. I hope that bartender that. is getting, like, royalties or something. 
I wonder if it is that Wikipedia that you just looked up. It looks like a Baltimore Sun article. Okay, well, June 6, twenty seventeen. I trust it. It's fine. <laughs> the history of the Orange Crush, Dar- Delmarva. Same but, story, right? But here, so, guys. so it makes sense that they're on fire, though, because I mean, we're we're sort of like the birthplace. Here's the here's a weird point. It it was created in the fall of nineteen ninety five, not in the heat of the summer. In the fall, because in the fall. Is when oranges are good? Well, yeah. Oh. Look, it's 12 o'clock somewhere. Okay, Cassie? You know, the way that the world works is that we're in summer and then someone else is in winter. And then, now I'm kidding, all kidding. But uh, I will say that. He's edumacating. I'm edumacating. Uh, no, I would say, though, honestly, like, it's, did you ever see the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where the guy said he was the inventor of the Cobb salad? And then he, the guy, they started doing research on it, and he ended up not being the inventor of the Cobb salad. And it was a whole thing. That's why I ask, because is this true? Is this, is a this true? Thing? Well, it's <laughs> but it true. Wasn't invented in Maryland. The Devil's Backbone yes. Orange Smash yes. RTD drink. There is, in fact, vodka and orange, fresh squeezed orange juice in that smash, and it is loaded with alcohol. It's pretty high ABV, so smash those oranges. 10%? Devil's right. Backbone. 10%? 12. 12. 10. 10. And you say Cutwater's getting into it, too, right? Yes, although there's... Theirs has a uh, different take on it. It's not the fresh squeezed orange. It is an orange drink type vodka okay. smash. So I have not tried it yet. I'm, I really want to try the pina colada. That's also new from Cutwater. Mm-hmm. Very anxious to try that. But I haven't tried either one of those yet. But we'll, we'll see. Cutwater's doing it great with all the other flavors. I'm sure they'll... Yeah, they'll keep that trail rolling. Those two really seem to have hit it out, hit it out of the ballpark. I mean, because that's it's all you see in you know Bay Ridge wine and spirits when I go in there. I mean, they're just just huge presence there. And I mean, they're flying out the doors there. That's uh, sure. Anything new in the beer world? I know where it's we. This is well, we're in August now. I mean, we're getting no, we're not. We're in Jan- this is July. Where Bill, Bill is really. I mean, ciders are going to be coming back again yeah. fairly soon. Yeah, it's it's been interesting, you know, because with the um, the seltzers kind of being the leader in the category right now, um, some stuff has, you know, taken a backseat, but they're actually coming back with a vengeance. And one of the things I'm seeing is innovation with craft industry. Um, some of the craft brands that I've seen just really take off. We have some new stuff in, but uh, they almost have a take on on mixed drinks in a way. So uh, one of them is the the raspberry lime Ricky. That is in from smut, Smutty Nose, which is a very interesting one. So low ABV, though. You're looking at about 4.5. And then we just got in the Ring King Pineapple IPA. So that's another interesting one. And then, speaking of pina coladas, I know that Abita just came out with one called the Lounging Iguanas. It's a pina colada IPA. So a lot of interesting innovation out They're there. They're really really yeah. mixing a lot of flavors up yeah. there. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, some of the, the combinations and the names are like don't sound appealing. Yeah. I mean, you know, pina colada and IPA, it just doesn't seem like it, it goes, but it sounds interesting enough to give it a shot. Well, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, John, that's right. the perfect beer. But I'm not into yoga. So that's, uh, <laughs> or health food. You know, or health food. Yeah, yeah. But I've got half a brain, so I mean, we'll, we'll see. There we go. <laughs> that was his, uh, one of his, no. Two? No, he had, had another one um, about a telephone. Did he? Yeah, Rupert Holmes. It was Rupert. I think it was Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes. Yeah. The Pina Colada song. We're going then, off on a different tangent, but he, he and Warren Zavon are like two of my, like, <laughs> I can go off on Warren Zavon. Love Warren Zavon. That is, that's that's fine. So, yeah, no, it's interesting to see what the beers are doing. Um, and and I've, I've got to assume that, you know, the standards, uh, Bud, Bud Light yeah. and whatnot are doing well. And I know that 
my girlfriend's daughter and her friends are all big on the Bud Light seltzers. Yeah. And and actually... And the, the cool variety packs, well, okay, like the okay. new out-of-office that you, is you, out right you now. Brought, you brought that up. That's what people are, are, are flying for. How about the popsicles? Right? Oh, and the popsicles, the slushies. Yeah. Has anybody had those slushies yet? I mean, they're delicious. I can't wait to put a straw in one of those. Well, I, I haven't, but it was funny you mentioned that about the, the variety pack and the cool new packaging and stuff like that, because they specifically said, oh, we've got to go because I hear they've got, and I can't remember what the liquor store it was. They've got the Tide the, the, in there. And I'm like going, you're buying it for a can that you're going to recycle? And it was like, yeah. And I'm like, well done. Well done to Budweiser. I mean... Uh, and they're coming out with, you know, new line extensions and new flavors and, you know, but beer, the beer product and the craft beer still have, they still all have homes. They really do. And and, and what you're seeing is, is that like a, a resurgence in certain flavor profiles too. Like Amber Beers, a couple of years ago, they kind of just went the way of the dodo and now they're coming back. So that you're seeing things that like everything circles, you know, comes back around sure. and flavor profiles come back around. I think every year you have a new crop of people trying different stuff. And, you know, people go back to their... So does that, got my acid so does that mean jeans. Goose Island honkers might come back around? It could. It could. That's an English-style uh, amber, so that could. You know, it could be doing that. So we'll see. All right, Chicago. Get on it. There you go. Well, that's why I've got my acid-washed jeans at home. I'm ready for them to come back in with my bell-bottoms. And <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. Who knows? Oh, Ladies. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Meanwhile, he's sitting here in yellow shorts. Yellow shorts. That's right. Sneakers. And, you know, okay... Totally off topic. Bomba socks. Have you ever Bomba. heard them advertised? They're, they're expensive as hell, but they're the best socks I've ever had. That's a great endorsement. I've, I've heard the two guys that invented it on the radio. I've heard the radio, yeah. but I haven't. No, they're, they're, they're fantastic. I mean, they're, they're expensive, and I had given a, somebody had said, oh, you got to try them. And I said, you know, I, I just don't have the will to spend like $20 on a pair of socks. Yeah. And they said, well, look, here, try this coupon. And it was somebody I didn't even know. Somebody followed me on Twitter and gave me a coupon code. I said, all right, if we can take like 30% off, I'll, I'll splurge on a $16 pair of socks. And uh, I did, and I absolutely love them. I probably got like $300 worth of Bomba socks now in my drawer. <laughs> oh, really? They, and Sounds like a good stocking they will, stuff They'll replace them. If, if you lose them, if they wear out or whatever, if you lose them in the washer, they'll replace them. Really? It's got this kind of weird thing. And, and they're, very, they're a very social company because what they do is if, for every pair that you buy, they make a black or a white pair. And donate it to uh, homeless shelters. Wait a second. So you're saying that washing machines actually do eat socks? I think they've got to deal with the washing machines saying that if they're Bomba socks in there, you don't eat them. But they. <laughs> they so this brings up a good Sorry, point. I ha- I had no, to no, think. no. If you're driving down the road, do you ever notice you see the one single sneaker that's there for no reason? It's just like, you, that, what happened or to the, the other? One on that, the, uh, that, that was the guy that yeah. almost made it across right, the road. Right. But what if that was just that one Bomba sock? Then you go, hey, guys, look, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or the one dangling you by probably the could. string. You know? you'd, you'd have to verify that it's a Bomba sock before they'd replace it. Why but... is it a single sneaker all the time, though? You ever think about that? It's like, why isn't the other sneaker nearby? Yeah, I'm guessing out of a window or something. like is, a glove or something? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know. Strange. I don't know. Right. It's uh, <laughs> way, way, way off topic there. But, but And Cassie, last week you sent me something which was kind of uh, interesting. You said, hey, check this out. And More to come. More, more to, to come. come. And it it's was, usually my line. And it was like this buy a family a meal, but there was very little to come. So what's, what is the deal with that? That's yeah, the Stella so, thing, right? It it is a Stella thing. So kind of like our fill the bud, bud truck program um, in partnership with Budweiser and our local uh, retailers, our liquor stores. Um, 
we've developed a program called Buy a Family a Meal, Pay It Forward. So we will be out at six uh, different locations uh, with Fish Boss Marketplace being the first one next Friday from 3 to 5 uh, with the Anne Arundel County Food Bank and, of course, Stella uh, selling these beautifully etched chalices um, from various countries globally for $5. And every chalice that you purchase for $5 then goes back directly to the Anne Arundel County Food Bank. And I know, John, you've probably seen in the press, you probably shared some of their stories, actually. A lot of their largest food drives have been canceled right uh this year as well so neil our owner again how can we help and how can we help them not only raise food but raise money to then give back to those families because believe it or not one dollar one dollar equals three meals which is incredible so five dollars we're giving a family 15 meals for $5. Uh, so again, Fish Paul's Marketplace, awesome. Bella's Liquors over in Cape St. Clair on the 30th, uh, Whitey's up, you know, right off of 695, uh, Whitey's Liquors there on, on August 6th. And then Christo's up there in Glen Burnie, they're um, saddling up again as well. But we're, we're super excited, again, not to not only to raise money for food and meals, but to then collect food also. I have to tell you. Right, Bill, are uh, you excited? I'm just trying to figure out how they're doing that for a buck and five bucks because with inflation, I need to do that. I need to figure out a way to get cheaper it's, food. It's amazing. I mean, you guys have done that uh, buy, a, buy a lady a drink over so the years. So this kind of stems from the Buy a Lady a Drink program with, again, Cellar Artois, where one chalice equals five years of clean drinking water. And guys, the chalices that you're buying for five dollars also gave back to those countries that needed those aqueducts and that clean water for True. for women and their families. So you're not only are you um, giving back to the Anne Arundel County Food Bank for five dollars, you've you've already given back to those right. countries globally. So it's not only a, a global program, but it's a local program also. Right. I will say also, it's funny a little bit a little bit off topic, but on topic. A couple, about a month and a half ago, I guess two two episodes ago, we spoke with, uh, actually it was a bonus, I don't know, but, but uh, Don Hooker and Neil Katzef about the uh, wonderful. Keep, Keeping the Blues Alive. Yes. Uh, it was on a Zoom call, which was hysterical because we had, uh, and I, forget whether, I think it was Neil, I think we just had like his forehead because uh, the camera wasn't angled it right was on like, the phone. Wilson! <laughs> it, was, it was great. But I'll tell you, that was one of the most downloaded podcasts that we've had of, of all the ones there. And we need to get Neil back on here again. I know he's, he hesitates to do it. And no, he loves bl- to do it. And yeah, blow so, his own horn. So but. going back to that event, uh, obviously it was the weekend that the Blues Festival was supposed to take place back in at the end of May. But um, we, we raised almost 10 crates of food and made a delivery here locally. Uh, did a re- an amazing recap video. So grateful. So grateful. The community, the, the neighborhoods right next door. Maryland Hall was wonderful. I, it's just people came out. People came out. And it was I, an I was awesome talking day. to the Rotary yesterday, the Annapolis Rotary, and we, we were talking about how this community and the larger community, Anne Arundel County, when there's a need, uh, they step up. And I would like to think it's the same in every every place but it's you know probably not but you know when the nonprofits are down and out they people people come through when people are hungry and in food insecure they come through uh i mean you know you guys had every right in the world just to pretty much as a 
slow down and just continue serving beer. But I mean, you, you did the masks, you did the food drives, you do, you know, you're always looking to be this, this neighbor. And, well, and, and I think everyone thinks of us as, as a, a beer company. Well, we are actually now, right? A Bill, beverage company. A beverage company, <laughs> we are but, a beverage company. But we're also a community activists and, you know, I'm, in a good way, in a, in a, in a great way, <laughs> you know, we're, we're part of a, a number of organizations and we, we give back every day and create ideas such as this one to, to, to help. Here's a question for you. You're the idea woman behind all this stuff. Okay. You, you've hit quite a few home runs. How many strikeouts do you have? Super Bowl. <laughs> I tell you, I think, I think people were burnt out of, of virtual, virtual events. I think folks were, you know, starting to get off the computer a little bit more and, and pay attention to some of that virtual stuff out there. And it was, it was getting kind of staticky. I agree. Yeah. What was the best event you've done in your career here? Which was, which was the biggest success? Can you- so I would have to go back to still our Who's Your Hero program with the Military Bowl. Uh, it's, it's been going on for seven. seven years now. And some of the stories about not only veterans, but grandparents and brothers and mothers and, you know, nurses, firefighters. Yeah, before you run that again, I need to buy stock in, like, Kleenex, you know, to, yeah. to, to read yeah. the stories that are just really tear at your heart. Although I, I will also say the Fill the Bud Truck program I was uh, say that. provided much more success and anticipation than I than I had, had ever thought because I thought I wasn't sure. Maybe people were exhausted. It was right around the holiday, you know. Right. They were just tired. We had been doing it for a year. You know, who, right. who would who would step up and give? But they did. We've rolled the truck through and got nationally recognized from the brewery, which was pretty incredible. This community over here in Annapolis is pretty special, really. I mean, people. That's come coming from a Virginia here. guy. You're well. I'm a Virginia I have no, I have no allegiance to Northern Virginia, quite frankly. <laughs> But I will say that, and I'm from Bowie originally, so it's fun. But I was going to say that but it is a special community around here, really. I mean, people do come together, um, and you can see that. They pull right. together. Right. It's really nice, actually. You mentioned Who's Your Hero, and then always, I know we're probably going to do that again this year as the Military Bowl is back here in Annapolis. And that sort of goes along with that is the uh, Clydesdales. Are they coming back again this year? Do we know? We're trying. Do you do you want me to let that big cat out of the bag? Well, I mean, no, uh, we're no, trying. no, we're trying. We're we're like ninety nine percent there. I mean, it, I it's mean, a staple there, for the bowl. There there are six hitches in I think right six across the country. Yeah, so this one covers the entire East Coast. So I mean, there's, uh, there's so they a lot of demand quite a for bit. Them. Exactly, and there's bowl games. I'm everywhere. having a birthday party that weekend. I'm going to try to get them. So so you're going up against me to see whether we can get the Clydes. <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're starting those conversations uh, with the bowl team and, and plan to do some activations in West, West Annapolis again, the parade. And I'm 99% sure those beautiful, big-hoofed, majestic horses will be in our area again. Now, speaking of getting tired of virtual, and as, as creative and fun as the video was that you did last year for the virtual military bowl. I give, I give props stunk. to John for that it one. Stunk. <laughs> you know, it stunk. It was just not the same. Uh, you know, that's that's Lane what... certainly loved doing it. Lane is one of the the hitch crewmen uh, who was the star of that little clip, and he got quite a bit of action on his Facebook. His family back home in Indiana loved it. Well, you know, there's nothing better than uh, and and I don't like to get up at like five in the morning or something like that. But when you know when the when the horses arrive, 
and they're, I'm up. they're, ta- they're taking them out of the trailers and you know, a lot of times there's some fog or I was it's, say, it's just fog coming you know, off, off the of Vigo Alley. And it's just, a, you know, the, smoke the one year there was, a, there was a moon. A big and haze. It was, just, it was great. Yeah. Those were some of the best pictures, too. Absolutely. Um, so, well, I imagine we're going to have some surprises for Navy football and we're probably maybe Ravens football. Some things going on as we move into the fall. So everybody wants to keep their eye out for that. And more events. Things are, are popping up here and there and everywhere, and people are ready to yep. and, uh, bring back some fun. On, on the shopping list is uh, Pina Colada and Vodka Smash from Cutwater. What else? Uh, as far as uh, summer beers and yeah. stuff like that? On, on your shopping list. Oh, gosh. I See, the problem with me is I like all types of sour beers and stuff like that. Um, so there's really cool ones out there. Like uh, we, we distribute a, a brand in D.C. called Peabody Heights, which is out of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They got a beer called Asocia, which is a, it's a Jamaican-style goza. So it's a Jamaican-style Leipzig sour beer from Germany. I don't know. It, it's pretty good, though. It's a tropical flavor to it. It's, it's, it's pretty good. So there, there's, um, they also came out with another one from that brewery called the Astro Dino. Which is, uh, which is an awesome beer. They have a, a beer called the Astrodon, which is named after the first dinosaur they found indigenous to Maryland. It's a hazy IPA, and this is kind of... I thought of that the, was Barbara Mikulski. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. We got political in two seconds right there. But anyways, no, nah, um, but the Astrodon is a, it's a lighter version of that, so pretty cool. And uh, So those, those are what I'm, I'm all about right That's now. That's out of Peabody Heights? Yeah. It's a great, great brewery. Are you guys doing a lot of small breweries now? Are you adding a lot more small breweries no, into not, your portfolio? Not necessarily. I mean, we, we do have some local. We we have some hyper regional ones. That, you know, depending on the the distributorship, we have one in DC that's uh, literally about a mile point one point five miles from the warehouse. It's uh, called Red Bear that we do. So okay. they're super local and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, um, regional mostly and some some hyper local. Very nice. Yeah. And then Devil's Backbone's got their smashes. They're still still going. And, and, this and they're, is a, coming, they're coming out with some little smashes, too, that aren't as high What are they, little shot alcohol. glasses? No, they're, uh, they're slim, slim Slim cans. So it'll be a slim line and the blueberry lemonade little smash. And the slim, is, is, is that marketing right to the, the, the female audience? I would say both. Or is it? Is it? Definitely you know, you know it's, it's funny that you, you know, as you talked about, you've morphed from a, a beer distributor into a beverage company and it's very similar to unfortunately that's not happening this year but kegs and corks how that evolved it used to be just a wine festival on the eastern shore and i remember ashley and sharon telling me it was like you know we got tired of hearing from the guys oh geez another damn wine festival when are we gonna have beer? beer and they said okay well let's put the two together and kegs and corks was born that first year out at uh blobs, blobs park. park with the thunderstorm Yep. With a thunderstorm to kick it off. Oh, it was a horrible storm. That Speaking was of a... storms. We've had some rough ones lately. Yeah. Some downpours. Yeah, oh yeah. It's only going to get worse. It's. But we've got blue sky today, y'all. There's that Virginia voice coming out. <laughs> All right. Well, get on your shopping list. Cutwater, Pina Colada, the Vodka Smash, Devil's Backbone, the Little Smashes, as well as any of their um, beers that are out there. Peabody Heights, love it. Yeah, so Sours. if you're in the DC area, yeah, that's a great, it's a great uh, beer to get. And the Annapolis area, one of the things I was mentioning was the Smutty Nose cans, the Ring King Pineapple, and the uh, Raspberry Lime Ricky. Those are going to be at your uh, specialty stores probably, and um, I would look for some of those. They're awesome, awesome beers. So cool. And you also want to um, 
buy a family a meal as well. That's coming up a little bit later on this month uh, with Catsup Brothers and Stella putting that together again, doing uh, good as they always do. Hey, you know, we ought to do a podcast at a football game because you guys, you guys have seats right there. We should, we should do that and like get everybody up there. And that would be great. I like that the would angle. Be great. Actually, we should do it on the Folds of Honor night, which will be on November 20th. November 20th. We could do that. Cassie Mabry, Bill Catron, thank you very much. It's uh, a wonderful day. Great to see everybody here again in the fresh air, in the sunshine. Again, uh, go buy some of the great stuff that Catsup Brothers is putting out there on the shelves of your favorite local liquor store and into your bars and restaurants. True Food Kitchen is getting ready to open up in a couple days. Oh, so that's good stuff. That's, it's, have you had their lasagna? I have not. I'm going, to, I'm going tomorrow night Advocate. for a, or tonight for a soft open. So good. Oh, I can eat nothing but that because it was so good that I crave it every time I go in there. Okay. It's that good. Duly noted. I'm going tonight for their no soft chicken. opening. Yeah. And uh, they open tomorrow, so that'll be uh, on my list to check it out. And that's a great addition to the town for, for foodies. For sure. Um, I think so. so. Thank you guys very much, and we'll see you next month. Always. This Eye in Annapolis bonus podcast has been brought to you by Kessif Brothers, the area's largest beer distributor. Please check them out at thegreatestbeers.com. Oh, and don't forget to check out ionanapolis.net for all your local news, opinions, and events. 